If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tension is tonight rising in Garu in the Upper East region as youth demand immediate release of eight of their colleagues arrested after a military raid with threats that public servants there will withdraw their services until this is done. And this follows the alleged brutality of a few of the residents there uh, after the National Security uh, Ministry has issued a statement indicating that their own officers have been a subject of attack and the youth there had mobilized to attack a police uh, station there where the national security operatives had taken refuge after they were attacked. Well, tonight this is a subject of debate on the floor of parliament. The speaker has ordered that the national security minister Albert Kandapa appears before MPs next week to explain the alleged brutalization of the civilians in Garu. We have more from parliament for you pretty shortly. But I want to take you to Garu first because today the youth have been mobilizing to address the media uh, and it was a pretty charged atmosphere my colleague albert sorry is on the ground has been following this for us and joins us with details now albert uh we've been looking at the videos uh, today and it looked pretty charged the community had come together with strong demands exactly so evan so what the youth did was that they came together you know garu and Tempani were initially one district. It was the Garu Tempani district. They have now been separated into two separate districts, uh, Garu and Tempani. And so because of that, um, they came together and held this press conference because civilians from both areas were uh, affected by all of this. And so that is why you had the very uh, charged atmosphere. They beat teachers. They beat nurses. They beat students. They beat bankers, they beat doctors. Nobody, nobody was left out. And let us put it on record that those who were arrested are people who are opinion leaders, assembly members and former assembly members who were arrested. They have no record on crime so long as we are aware. So we are not going to force people not to come out, but we the people workers in the town are going to lay down our tools in protest until our people are brought to us. We are going to take the laws into our hands, but we will not come out as workers in the town whilst we are being beaten, whilst our items are taken from us, whilst our leaders are still in police custody and we don't even know their whereabouts. 
So, Albert, from what we're hearing there, they want the release of these eight individuals who were picked up and, from what we understand, are still on detention? Yes, they are still on detention. Uh, they are still in detention. Uh, I spoke with the uh, district chief executive for Timpani, and what he told me was that he was in contact with the leadership of the uh, military, and they were giving him updates as to the condition in which uh, these men who were arrested are. And they were telling him that they are in good condition and they are still under investigation. They are being held um, at the NIB. Uh, but as to when they will be released, he did not have information on that. By the way, other uh, specific demands are here today. Uh, the residents at this press conference also were detailing what they believe to be the accurate reflection of what actually happened on the ground. Exactly. So you, you realize that they were saying they are going to um, withdraw their services because some of them even came to the press conference with their injuries to show us. Um, so nurses, teachers, and all of that were, were some of the people who were beaten and sustained uh, injuries when the military invaded the area. And so one of the measures they intend to take is to withdraw their services to force the government to listen to them because they want a full-scale investigation into the incident. There were people who are saying that they uh, had their personal belongings, like mobile phones. Some even claim that their monies were taken from them, and they want all of these things returned. And they also want an unqualified apology from the government and also from uh, the Ghana Armed Forces for the brutalities that were meted out to them. Albert, thank you very much. And today, the Member of Parliament for the area, Albert Alauzuga, has been delivering a statement on the floor demanding a parliamentary probe. It is important to mention that the incidents by the military as a long list of barbaric and inhumane actions carried out by our men in uniform on innocent civilians whom they ought to be protecting as a matter of responsibility. Mr. Speaker, reports from the residents in my constituency indicates that on the 29th Sunday, October, military men visited Garu at dawn, beat up, maimed, destroyed, and in some cases, took away monies and valuable properties from the residents of Garu. This is an unacceptable violation of their human rights, and as a matter of agency, I am strongly calling on and demanding for the immediate government intervention to address this issue, and also for Parliament to open a probe into this matter and bring a comprehensive resolution to it. The brutalities in Garu and Tempani must be the last on the people of Ghana the incident is not linked, and I want to urge the, the, the national security to come again with their reason. Parliamentary correspondent Kweku Asante joins us right now uh, on the line. Kweku, there were some disagreements on the statement that we just had. What was it about? Well, Evan, even before Alazuga will take his seat and complete his statement, Alexander Fenyo Martin, the deputy majority leader, was on his seat. He says that there are some inaccuracies in the statement that have been presented by the MP. He claimed that 
MPs cannot impugn the integrity of the national security if he puts out a statement and says this is what happened. It is not up to the MP for the area to come to the floor and claim that the national security was simply peddling on truth. A statement he made seriously breached the orders under which he came. And I want to take advantage of the opportunity given me to address that so that we correct the records once and for all. Mr. Speaker, the order under which he came clearly requires of him not to introduce debates in statements of such nature. But Mr. Speaker, he is taking advantage of the statement to say, impugn improper motive into national security apparatus we have in the country by saying that an official statement made by the national security is wholly untrue. Mr. Speaker, we cannot compromise with respect. We would know that cannot be your opinion. That cannot be with respect. That cannot be. We cannot, Mr. Speaker, as a political class, condescend to that level where we compromise the national security apparatus of this country. A statement was issued. Which statement you acknowledge in your statement? However, you are saying that it's wholly untrue. You can criticize them, which I agree with you, that there were excesses in their reaction. And I'm going to support you on that. But to say that the statement they issued was wholly untrue, with respect, honorable colleague, please, please take that one out, because I support your statement. Human rights abuses anywhere. Uh, it's unacceptable. Please redraw that aspect. Kweku, did he redraw? Hello, Kweku. We may have lost Kweku there, uh, just to give us clarity on this. Also, on the floor today, uh, some other members of the House uh, were asking Parliament to go way beyond. Uh, and just... had admitted the statement. He did not believe that uh, Kweku, there was anything Kweku, wrong Kweku, with that. We, we, lost, we lost your uh, be the beginning of your submission. Did he withdraw? No, he did not. The deputy speaker who was presiding, Andrew Amakwesiama, intervened and said that he had gone through the statement and admitted same to be read on the floor. And in his opinion, he did not see that anything was wrong with that. He did not withdraw. He concluded and made his demands on the floor. Mahama Yarega was also on the floor today. And, and his point was that Parliament should just uh, not accept a simple probe into this or a briefing from the national security minister they should go beyond that and assert its authority definitely according to mahama yariga this action by the military and other security agencies are simply becoming one too many and that it is time for parliament to assert its authority if not the military and other security persons were allegedly gone rampage and actually brutalized more citizens in so many areas we established the security agencies for a purpose, for the enforcement of law and order. So they themselves must respect law and order. They must be guided by the law. Mr. Speaker, there are protocols for doing everything. How can one person fire at the police station in Garu? Then the Ghana Armed Forces will go to uh, Bukuri, which is about you know 15 kilometers away from, from Garu, go to Timpani, a completely different district from Garu, and then come to Garu town, and then round up every single person that they come across, and beat, and maim, and injure, and then, you know, take some back to their camp, and continue the molestation. What, what kind of country are we living in? Ashama, we saw it. Wa, we saw it. Boku, I have seen it several times. It has become a culture there. 
Mr. Speaker, we must put a stop to what our military is doing. That is why, Mr. Speaker, you must accept your authority and instruct a serious probe into this matter, Mr. Speaker. Did they get a probe, Kweku? Hello, Kweku, can you hear me? Yes, Evans, they did not get a probe, but at least they got something. The Speaker of Parliament has ordered the National Security Minister to appear before Parliament next week, Thursday, and brief the House in terms of the full set of facts. And then the Speaker says, based on that information that the National Security Minister will provide, they will take a decision as to whether or not a probe is necessary. Also, Evans, you heard them from the residents in the community demanding the release of some eight persons who were elected to a class. The Speaker of Parliament is also ordering their release or that they should be put before court so that the court of competent jurisdiction can assume their jurisdiction on the matter. Most of the contributors have stated their side of the story. So I would like the minister to be here listening to this and knowing what is actually taking place to come and brief the house and afterwards if there's a need to refer the minister to appear before the committee that will subsequently be set to just sit down with them and bring a report back to the house for all of us to so at the moment what i want to do is to invite the minister to appear before the entire the plenary entire house come and brief us probably what we are hearing is different from what the minister has at, uh, at his lips so let's invite the minister appear before the house Probably he might have heard all what is going on. He'll come and brief the house, and we'll take it from from there. So that is my direct that leader. That is my directives. That the minister appear before the house on Thursday night of November. I will direct that if they have been incarcerated more than 48 hours by law, I mean um, the police or the BNI or the NIB should refer them to court for, uh, for them to be able to continue holding them. So I think um, the lawyers must pursue that. We will direct that at least they should release them. If they have been incarcerated more than 48 hours, they should release them. And if they want to still maintain them by way of um, maintain them incarceration, they should go to court and justify why they should be continuing incarceration. And thankfully, I have on the line right now the chairman of the District Security Council at the DC for Timpani, Nabida Isaka. Also joining us is Albert Akuga Aluzuga, who's the MP for the area. Uh, Ms. Isaka, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Good evening. Uh, do you know if these men have been released just yet? You had the Speaker of Parliament. He says they should be released. Do you have any information on that? Thank you very much uh, to your cherished listeners. Uh, as of now, I have not gotten any information as to whether they are released or not. As a chair of the Security Council, what briefing do you have from the police? The briefing I had was that when uh, there were 16 in number who, after the exercise, were taken. So we followed up to their camp in Bazua and... Uh, 
they said that the military said that they have done some screening and they are releasing aid to us and they are take, sending the other aid for further interrogation. So yesterday, uh, when I called one of the captains, they said when they finished the interrogation, they will bring them back yesterday. But for today, I have not gotten any... Oh, goodness me. We just uh, may have just lost him there. We'll try and re-establish contact and get that brief. As you've just been hearing today here on Top Story, the youth have been gathering again today. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. I'm making extra demands with threats. Thankfully, the member of parliament is still with me. Uh, Mr. Alal Zuga is with me right now. Uh, thanks, sir. You were on the floor today. You delivered a statement. The speaker backs the point about releasing the individual still in custody. As we speak tonight, the youth have been gathering today, addressing the press conference and making threats also. There is this concern that this needs to be managed. Are you in touch with the youth on the ground? You've been speaking on their behalf. And what are you doing to try and calm nerves and ensure that, of course, the security agencies can deal with this in a manner that doesn't escalate? Yeah, thank you very much, for the opportunity. And good evening to our cherished listeners. Hello, Albert. Hello, um, this, this afternoon. Um, we, we are so worried that um, the, the rights of the citizens uh, of Garu and Tempani has been violated, and then they continue to violate them. The security authorities continue to violate the, the rights of the people in the sense that uh, these people were mercilessly brutalized um, as I speak to you, a number of people are still uh, being hospitalized. Now, some people were picked, just like the, the DC for Tempani mission. They were picked, about 16 people were picked up, uh, sent to the military camp at Bazua. Um, they screened and then released some, uh, but about nine of them uh, have been brought to Accra. As we speak, after being brutalized in the various homes, brought to the Bazua camp, the military camp, and brutalized, uh, moved to Tamale, and now they are in Accra. There, as we speak, it was, uh, I've, been, I've been trying to even look, see their faces, since yesterday. Since yesterday, I went to the BNI head office, myself and then Honorable Avoka, MP for Zabila, went in there, tried to to, to see them. We were told that it was late and that they wouldn't allow us uh, to see them, that we should come today. Today, as early as uh, 9 o'clock, I was, I was at the BNI head office. I've been there. Then after a while, uh, they were telling me I could only see two of them. And I said, no, I insisted that I need to see all of them because they are my, my constituents. And so that I, I must be a lawyer. And I said, no, after now, the matter has not been put to court. The people, uh, uh, I mean, they, we cannot, uh, we, we cannot, you, you have not granted them bills. And so once they don't have access to legal service right now, we are need as their member of parliament to be able to see them so that I can talk to their families so that they will know that they are, they are, they are in safe hands. Then they said, as you talk to uh, a bigger authority, they went back and came and told me that they said they have taken them to court. 
And then I asked them, which court uh, did you send them to? They said they were unable to uh, disclose the court that they are taking them to. So you see that, um, as I said, these are people who were brutalized on the 29th, 30th, 31st. Today is first. And they are still being held. No access to bail. Their families, including myself as a member of parliament, do not know the condition. They don't, we don't know their health condition. So what, what, is, what, is, what is the what crime? Even armed robbers and people who have caused murder, at least they, they, they have access to bail. I wonder if you secure legal representation for them, though. Well, we, the, the point is that we are, that's why we went there with uh, Honorable uh, Avoka. Avoka is a lawyer. So I think that um, what is happening, we, 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 are not, we are not happy about it. After the barbaric action, uh, he, he, he made a barbaric action, meted out to them. At least you have picked them. You are, you are looking, you are, you, are, you are investigating the matter. And they need to show some human face on this matter. I mean, they are, they are, they are, the assemblyman, a former assemblyman, and many other well-meaning people, uh, young men, who you have picked. Uh, at least I don't I don't know what else they wanted to do. I just wanted to see them. How are they doing? As a member of parliament. In the meantime, in the meantime, we've had a speaker today. Also ordered yes, yes. So also ordered I, um, release. That, that was the, I mean it was the speaker's comments were based on my my statement on the floor of parliament and then the demands that I was making, calling on government do a probe into the matter and the the, the parliament of Ghana to do a probe into the matter and the speaker. Uh, it's in the process of granting that, and but the speaker has called for the immediate release. Yes, and I, I wanted Wait. to ask. I wanted to ask since that, have you had any change in the status quo as far as the, there, there, the detention no is concerned? Change. They are still being held uh, by, by, by by the BNI, in, uh, NIB. In the meantime, they are being held by NIB. Yes. In the meantime, though, today the youth gathered, wearing red armbands with threats, addressing the press. This obviously must be managed to avert an escalation. As a member of parliament, of course, you're representing them in Accra. What's your assurance on dealing with this in the way with the authorities to avert an escalation? I, I can assure you that the youth of uh, Garu and Tempane are law-abiding young men and women. They will not uh, take the law into their own hands. Uh, we have been speaking and I've been, I've been in touch with them. I do not think that um, anybody is going to uh, you know, misbehave. The only thing is just that they are protesting, uh, which is legally, uh, their legal right. So they are protesting and they are calling on the release of the people. We, we are not stopping any security agency from doing their investigation. But the fact is that they must respect the rights, the human rights of the people, which is uh, uh, bestowed on them by the Constitution of Ghana. I think that they should um, let us see. I would want to see the people. I want to see the, the face of the people. Uh, at least by tomorrow, and then at least they should, if, if they require, I mean, so I can give them some legal representation. But this idea of treating them as if they are, you know, high-level criminals, for, for God's sake, they, it, is, it is something else that we you are investigating. You don't even know whether these yeah, people but, but, are but investigating. Yeah, but to, today, this was a subject on the floor, and it was, it was a heated action between yourself and Afanyo Marking, that the allegation is that these individuals uh, were, yes, were, were involved. Yes, Marking, with all due respect, I did not violate any law. And I, like I said, he's not the only lawyer on the floor of parliament. They are all, they are, they are legal luminaries like himself. So, and uh, the, if I present a statement, which is being led by leader, leadership, 
who are equally lawyers, or some of them are lawyers. So he cannot go and then think that maybe he knows better than all of them. Well, but the, but the fundamental point, to, to the argue. fundamental point he made was the National Security Ministry also says I'm their, operati- their the operatives were there, also is, is, is full of inequities. Well, that but is my j- just a second, well, we, we also saw, and I'm the, I'm the member of Parliament from the area. You're entitled to that. What their statements is is full of inequities. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that. Uh, I mean, he has his view too. But I think that that's my view. To, to the substantive point, though, that the National Security Ministry makes that their own operators were also assaulted and that they believe the individuals they are holding were responsible. that none of their operators were assaulted. I, am, I mean, with my, my, my the information I've picked from the ground, that from where, from the location where the, the I mean, the first uh, group of youth um, uh, met the, the, the car and then advised them to relocate to the place. I can, the youth were the people who led the car, who advised them that, look, this place you are parked is not safe. Move to this place, and they complied, and they moved with them to the to the station. No, none of them was touched. Nobody slapped anybody. No, no, none of them was. I can. Uh, what happened about the issue, the incident of shooting into the car and all that? I condemned it myself, uh, like I'm condemning the military brutality. I mean, so so but, so so so, so, what, what so at least calling, you... that's what we are calling for investigation into the matter. So at so least, if there's any proper investigation into the matter, you will get to know what happened. But to go and brutalize people mercilessly, including people who are innocent, who know nothing about it. There were a lot of these people who even, they just came on a visit to Garu. And they have been brutalized. Some of them are workers who travel from uh, far and near to come and work. Yeah, Mr. Alozuga, at least tonight you've said that you acknowledge that guns and were used and fired into the vehicle, and you condemn that. I, I guess that's what Afanyo Maki was making, that whilst, you, of course, you demand that you, the individuals arrested are treated with uh, a human face, but also their rights are respected, also also deal with the issues that uh, they've been raised with the attack uh, on the security operatives. Uh, I want to quickly Nobody get... Nobody attacked the security operatives in, the, in person. I'm saying... And I want to bring in Isaka, who is a DC there, because of the situation on the ground tonight. I just want to get a sense, uh, Isaka, you're the DC and the chairman of the security council. How are you dealing with the tensions still boiling in that part of the, of, of the Upper East region, in Garu, to be very specific tonight, from the district security council's point of view? Thank you again, very please. much uh, to your cherished listeners. As a measure, when the, the incident happened, we were all involved. So after the whole incident, we had to make sure that we carry the victims to the uh, health facilities to, for them to be treated. Then after that, what we did as a district security council, we talked to our regional minister, he came to Garu and Tempani. He met the youth and the elders. And we talked to them because the, from the way the thing happened, there was fear and panic in the entire two districts. So what we did is we met them at the chief palace. We talked to them and appealed to them that uh, we have talked to uh, the defense minister, the interior minister, and the national security minister. And they, we have gotten the assurance that no one will come again to make any kind of brutalities to them. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. That's uh, Anabida Isaka. There's a DC for Timpani. Earlier you had the MP uh, for Garu, uh, Akuka Alauzuga. Uh, Newsnight in a minute.
Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.